Hello, my name is Evan Jacobs and welcome to the Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir Aftermath podcast. These interviews are part of an ongoing series chronicling the hardcore punk music scene in Orange County, California and sometimes elsewhere. They are an addendum to the film Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir. This is a documentary I made that chronicles the 1990s hardcore punk scene. You can stream Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir on Vimeo. For $2 a month, you can watch every Anadimia film by subscribing to Anadimia Films Unlimited on Vimeo. Links for all this stuff are in each episode description. To support this podcast, please like, rate, and review it. Also, please subscribe to Anadimia Films TV on YouTube, where you can view all of these podcasts in their original video form. And this is on aftertaste. Yeah, yeah. Now, what I what I find really interesting is how much you did with Endpoint, and how much you've done since Endpoint, and your like like you talked about like when it when it ended, you were sad, but also feeling relief. And and you know, as a person who studies behavior, as you do, like it's interest. It's really interesting to me, just because. You know, from what I see with a lot of people that I work with, when they um, when they do something that is like traumatic or it's something that's like you know super duper stressful, they try to put themselves, and I think this is human nature. We try to put ourselves in positions where we never have to do that again. We never have to be in that position. Yet you continued to put yourself in that position. What? Why was that? Was it because you had more control? Was it because you weren't in that headspace. What 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 was it? You know, I I, I think that once we got away from it, well, my friends, you know, Duncan was already moving had moved on to guilt. Uh, other folks were doing things. Once I got away from it, I re- you know I, I miss that connection. Like I work all the time. I I have a, I have um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was a moron. When I was a kid, I mean, I worked like four jobs always. Like I always like, so this is the, the time that I let go. And like, uh, so it serves a, a great function in my life. I feel the endpoint was so different. There was so much, there was an amalgam of experiences and emotions and connections that were, that are still powerful. This day. I still love the people that I met back then, even though I don't talk to them very often. I'm like, Oh man, how's I still see them as my closest friends. And I'm like, uh, because I don't know that it was just such a, such a unique time. And that band was so wrought with emotion for me. I mean, just like we would lose our shit all the time on stage. I'd piss on myself sometimes. Like I would just, we would just get, allow myself to get so wound up that the next band, I mean, we did, well, I did a little band called Amarok. We played, did a little small tour. Um, but by the grace of God, it wasn't like that. By the grace of God, it's like, oh man, we can just do this. There's still hardcore out there. People are playing this. Let's, let's do this. You know, and like, and, and we thought it was fun to have our, the sensibility of, you know, positive, Politically positive messages, I think, within that time that was just so like, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so we just wanted to be a different voice. So that was a whole different angle. That was like, all right, we're going to do this. It wasn't like, and and 
you know, once you start playing and you start writing songs, there's a, that, that sincere connection comes out and you start connecting with that. But, you know, Endpoint was just like, you, you know, I don't, it was a, a weird ass cocoon of youth, you know, where, where you're, where you were just so personally connected to that band. I was so, so personally connected to my bandmates and we were just over, over each other. So that was like a loss. Like it was just, it was just such a, yeah. I mean, and you guys weird. did a lot. Like I'm saying, that's a lot of records and a lot of touring as a band, like, you know, as for like one band because hardcore bands, um, it seemed like in, especially in the nineties, there was like a there was like a shelf life where they would go 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 burn real bright and then and then it just just when you kind of realized how bright it was burning it was over, and you guys kept going, and 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 you know records and records and it it it, it was it was just very interesting watching all that happen even though I was you know far far away in California. Well, we were all really different dudes, you know. Duncan and I were, were really close. Um, Chad was kind of going his own route. Um, uh, same thing with Pat. We were, we had the hard time keeping drummers. And so there was just a lot of like, just exhausted. And I think, I think that some of the guys were just ready for the band to, to die even earlier that. And right. so Duncan and I kept kind of pushing it forward. And we got to this place of like, Oh, this isn't healthy. We need to, and that's kind of what happened. Yeah, I was ready for something else, and I always think I always think I'm okay being done with it. And then I'm like, oh no, I moved away from to Colorado, and I was like, I want to come back and be in a band. So that's when I started playing those Black Cross and all those bands. I moved here. I was like, well, it's okay. I got a really great job here in Charlotte, so it's like, all right, it'll be fine. I'm, you know, I've had a great run. And then I meet some other folks. I'm like, oh well, yeah, let's play some music. And so I mean, it just yeah, it just it's there's a lot of pleasure in it that you don't get through other things. And especially, I would think, a lot of pleasure doing the kind of work that you do. I'm saying when you work in the field of applied behavior analysis, and I'm saying, you know, and, and, and you're oh, dealing, yeah. it's um, like I've often thought of like, like, and I'm, I mean this seriously, like if you look at a pit, it doesn't look too much different than people having a behavior. Like if you look at the like the things that they're doing and the repetitive movements and the you know you know it, it's like and and I always like thought that and, and and there's so many students or the students clients people that I like that I've worked with that I've like like there's some I haven't done it yet but there's some I'd really like to take to a show just so they could see oh, yeah. like something outside of their world that is. Like, hey, there really is a space that more people than yourself need to go to as well to release something. And, you know, you brought up something about, like, like, kind of, like, thinking, like, you know, like, over time. Like, oh, like, all these, you know, like, hey, all these people. Like, oh, I haven't seen this person, but, you know, we're still as close and whatnot. At least that's what, at least I thought you said something like that. And that brought up a question I hadn't planned on asking. But you, okay, I find, like... Like, for instance, like when there's like a big reunion show or something, I'll get like, I, I used to get super duper excited about it, you know? So, yeah. you know, you go and then like, I would like run into people that like I'd been really close with at one time, but hadn't seen them for a long period of time. And then you see people and it's crazy how time really has, 
Not all the time, but there's a lot of times like it's just not the same. Have you found that when you go to shows sometimes like reunion? I mean, 50-50. You know, some people like, it's like, you know, you connect with and it's like you haven't skipped a beat. And then there's some people who are like, oh, life has been, you know, kind of shaped them in different directions. You don't have as much to talk about as you, as you like. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, and, and it's, it is disappointing because you're, they don't meet your expectations, but, you know, you kind of understand it, what, how it happens. Um, yeah, so I, 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 absolutely. I mean, I always get excited. I try not to linger too much. No, oh, it's crazy. You want to find that stuff out. You're like, okay. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I'm, an, I love, you know, I, I'm very nostalgic. I'm very, I don't know. I just love, I, I, well, I also acknowledge that so many people shaped this Kentucky boy you know, into a better person, right? I didn't do this myself. I did this because I was around good people. And a lot of those were outside of Kentucky. You know, there's, there are a lot of issues that I would have never been exposed to if we were only a Louisville band. I wouldn't, my world would have been, worldview would have been this small. And so there's just so many great teachers um, in those years that I just, you know, I always love them. 